the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece I hope you enjoy from my cigar-smoking friend, Dennis Prager. And the No NGO is an editor at Quillette. And Andy No has the rarest of all the good traits. There are many good traits. Kindness, integrity, loyalty, etc. But he has courage. That's the rarest. And unfortunately, all the other traits are worthless without courage. And he was beaten in Portland, and I want to talk to him about that. It just happened this past weekend. First of all, Andy, how are you? Hi, Mr. Perga. Thanks for having me on. I am in pain and really fatigued and exhausted from just everything that's happened. But I'm pushing myself to do all these interviews because... I want the public to be forced to see the brutality of this Antifa movement. It's a movement that I've been warning the public about for more than a year through my writing. And it seems like at that time, nobody was heeding my warnings. Your warning about Antifa? Yes. Right. So, uh... To the extent possible, obviously you're in pain and that comes through uh, because there are videos of of what happened to you on on the Internet. Uh, Just briefly recount to us what happened in Portland and when this happened. It happened last Saturday, 29th of June. What happened was that Antifa and their allies had organized a demonstration to protest some right-wing groups that were holding some separate events in downtown. And they had it be a, a, a milkshake-themed event, which to people who aren't following politics might think that sounds kind of cute and fun, but it's actually referencing the act of, the act of milkshaking people, which is where people dump uh, drinks on public figures that they perceive to be right-wing or conservative. So I came there as a journalist. I've documented many of the public protests. They've hated me for it because I've shown the public how prone they are to attack the public indiscriminately. And so... While they were chanting, no hate, no fear, and this was steps from the Justice Center in the heart of downtown. So right by the central police precinct, the sheriff's office, 
what I remember is hearing them chant this. I'm walking towards the front of the demonstration. I have a GoPro in my hand, was about to record the front of the demonstration before I could get there. Something or someone bashes me in the back of my head really hard, and I lose my balance. And I, I'm an extremely passive person. I've never been in a fight. Don't know what a punch is supposed to feel like. But before I even sort of process what happened, then all the hits kept coming from all the directions. And in, in the video that's gone main, uh, viral, that, that's the second half of the attack. There was an additional other half that I don't know if that was recorded or not. I haven't seen it. But they uh, were going for my head and my face over and over. And I just saw, um, like, being surrounded by these um, bodies dressed head to toe in black with their masks. They had on their gloves and they were punching me. Um, with these gloves that have these um, hard plastic material on the knuckles. So they were using their hands as deadly weapons to my face. Um, I just kept thinking that the police are going to come in and save me at any point. Um, that never happened. Uh, when I thought that this mob was done beating me, I was wrong as well. They then started hailing down the storm of milkshakes and eggs and other liquids that I don't know right in my face so I couldn't even see because I was blinded. It got all in my eyes so I didn't know even which way to walk to, to run to, to leave and then uh, this is where you see in the video some of them punched me some more, kicked me some more so um, so you were beaten and they had these plastic knuckles in their gloves beating your face uh you just assumed, as I would, oh, the police are going to just break this up. What did the police do? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, you know, sorry for that long description of the, the beating earlier, but that, that's not even all of, there's like more. So they when they kept, they beat me so hard, I lost control of my motor controls, um, my hands. So that was when they, they robbed me of my GoPro. And I was trying to hold on to that so hard because I, th- I was thinking, this is my evidence for these people attacking me. I didn't know how many people were involved. There were so many. But they, uh, one of the, uh, I, I just remember somebody dressed in black grabbed it and ran off. I lost that. And then came that hailstorm of all the stuff and the shakes and eggs in my face. Um, so when I was stumbling away, bloody days, I was thinking, okay, police are going to now come into me. Now that they're done beating me, police are going to help. And that didn't happen. I walked, uh, had to walk across the, the park to the other side of the street. That was when I lost balance. I sat down, ironically, right in front of the county courthouse. And then the SWAT medics came to me and, uh, let me know that the ambulance was waiting for me at the police precinct, but they could not escort me there. I had to walk back there on my own. Why, why, wait, why, why could they not the escort? Direction. Why could they not escort you there? Because at this point, this mob of people were moving towards Pioneer Courthouse Square, so there was like other stuff that was happening down uh, in other parts of the city. I don't know if there was stretched thin or what, but they left me alone. Um, That was shocking to me because I had to walk back towards where all these uh, people were. 
Um, and uh, I, I was angry that the ambulance couldn't just come to me, and I think the ambulance couldn't because the streets got shut down by this unlawful demonstration because there was people all over the street. Um, all right, so, all right, well, I, all right, then I just have to add, I, I, I mean, this is a, a tremendous indictment of the Portland police. So do you stand by it now? Do you do you do you explain it as uh, cowardice, weakness, orders from above? How could a person be beaten, an innocent bystander be beaten in the streets of a major city in America, recorded by video, and the police do nothing? There has to be a reason. Do you have a reason? It comes from above. I place the blame at the feet of our mayor, Ted Wheeler, who also doubles as a police commissioner. Since he's been elected, he's witnessed and experienced and seen the brutality of Antifa on our streets and has not given law enforcement the ability to bring order to the city. And I think that has to do with some several variables. For one, um, he doubles as the police commissioner. Two, he ha- he's up for re-election. Three, this city as a progressive monocultural bubble is extremely anti-police. They've, the mainstream has bought into the Black Lives Matter false narrative that the police are an evil institution against marginalized people. So all these factors together create this perfect storm of where gangs and thugs basically on the street can attack elderly people, journalists, random people with impunity. Wow. I mean, it sounds like Portland is the sickest city in the United States. I don't think this would happen at Berkeley. I don't think it would happen in Santa Monica, California. I'm picking out the most left-wing places in America. I don't think it would happen in Manhattan. I don't think it would happen in Cambridge, Massachusetts. It sounds like it's unique to Portland. Um, that sounds fair. You know, it, even after violent rioting in Berkeley, um, things change after that. And it even forced Nancy Pelosi to come out and condemn the militancy and violence of Antifa. Um, the mayor has never mentioned this group by name. I doubt he would ever be willing to condemn the extremist ideology. Instead, all he can give are platitudes about being against violence. It's astonishing. And he's up for re-election. And does the average person living in Portland know what happened to you? I'm not sure. Did, did, Did you bring anybody with you so that they could document what happened to you? I didn't bring anybody with me. I asked other photographers and journalists I knew to, if they witnessed anything, to try to document because there had already been a history of Antifa assaulting me, although not as seriously as what happened on Saturday in, in the recent past. And I had some concern, of course, but I never predicted that the mob of them would literally try to kill me. Um, 
so uh, there was a photographer who earlier in the day saw that they were escalating their intimidation on me by throwing milkshakes in my face and my head, which were reported to police who did nothing, not even while the suspect was running away. Did any, has anybody asked, the the, anybody asked the police of Portland, why did you do nothing? Did they have a response? Uh, of course, the Portland police officially are not commenting much. However, what's very telling is you can listen to the comments that have been put out by the president of the police union, Dale Turner, and what he, he doesn't hold back on his criticism on of the mayor and those higher up time the hands of the rank and file officers. I'd like, Carla, we're going to continue. Uh, you are a courageous man, and that is the highest compliment I can give. I, I, w- I would ask everybody to visit his website, Quillette.com. Is that correct, Quillette.com? Yes, that's correct. Okay, God bless you, and uh, may you heal well and rapidly. A bystander journalist is beaten up. In, in a major American city and no one does anything. That's worrisome. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.